Uh, Hi. Feels like we haven't been here in forever. Forever. What if I found out, like, instead of cheating on me, that you had started a whole new podcast with another person? Isn't that the same thing? I mean, like, you weren't physically cheating on me. It's, it's, it's different. It's still cheating, but it's different. That would be, like, something I don't know how to process. I know how to process somebody cheating on me. I've, I've been there. I, but if I, like... I feel like I'd do better fucking somebody else at this would, point. I would be... Actually, depending on what your options were, like... Like, if it's Michelle Obama... Right, but you would not with. tell me. But if I like walk in here and you're doing like a good talky sort of podcast with some other person that's not me, and like all my people have been listening and just not saying anything when I'm on writing practice, <gasps> that's pretty funny. Yeah, except we know better. That's a movie, actually. We, we know that's not happening. No, no I'm pretty you, sure you your people are snitches. Um, yeah, they are. But outside of that part, um, that would be so terrible. Hmm. Are you capable of such debauchery? Uh, I don't have. We've had, we've sort of had different versions of this conversation. I don't. I know have, you said you're not capable of cheating, which was not to go down the path. I didn't say not. I didn't say not capable. Oh. I I said that I. You could. You said you could say with a very high degree of certainty that you wouldn't cheat. Because I remember I was like, but ex- you don't know that. Extreme, extremely high. Right, and then I said. Men are only as faithful as their options. All right, Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Yeah, whatever. I'm just, I'm just saying. He said that. Okay. Why does? So why is him make, saying it make it true? Because most of the men I know were like, yeah, that's pretty much. Maybe I just have some shitty dudes in my life. I don't know, but. Um, I mean, maybe, <laughs> but um, no, I, I yeah, me cheating. It's. Very low probability. Um, I think I said before, I, I don't have the energy required to balance you, much less adding anything else to the mix. I don't talk to women. So there's that. So we, we I guess we're going to talk about this again. It's been several episodes. Um, so again, this episode, so, if you guys so, want to so hear wait, it the wait, first wait. time, it's called Entanglements. No, it's not. I know. So I, I, every time I say that, it's not the name of the episode. You say, don't do that because people will go looking for yes. it. Um, so the mistake I made last time we had this conversation was not starting off with. That's not my shit. I just don't want to cheat. That's not my thing. Right. Because yeah. I start off with all the reasons why it wouldn't happen. And I, and I tell you all and the I, reasons and why I, those things could be solved. And I didn't start with the fact that I just. This, That's not my thing. Right. Which is what I always start with. Like, I don't tell you that. I'm too tired or that's not, you know, I don't I like have I'm time. Wild, there we go. I don't, can you turn me up a little bit? Is that allowed? I don't know if that's allowed. It's when you do it on, do it live. <laughs> when I do it live? Yes. No, there's times when I do. So I can't ask for my headphones to be turned up when we're live. It's usually, it's, it's not, it tends to be other things. We're not doing this But now. you said that, you got me the little thingy and everything was great because mm-hmm. I would just turn myself up. It was a 0.5 second shift and that was it. But when I don't have it, that's not fair to say I'm going to give it's you not, something it's not just so turn you up. can deal with that. It's not just a turn up though, but we don't need to do that now. And the times that I say, I am doing this now. Hmm. Okay, so, fine. I'm not doing this now. <laughs> I'm not doing this now. Okay. Good morning. Uh, how are your headphones now? Um, 
They're fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't even remember what we were talking about. We were talking about cheating mm. and how you didn't start with, I'm not a cheater. And then follow up with all the other stuff. Because right. that's what I do. I always start with, I'm not cheating because I'm not cheating. And that's that. Right. Now, of course, there's other things. But the real, the main reason why I'm not cheating is because I'm not cheating. So I think I'm not doing that. So I started with that sort of being the understanding that I'm not. Right. Because I also got into. So when the conversation I was having was more along the lines of even if I even if I wanted to. It would be difficult. It would be highly. Right. Highly difficult. Right. So Um, there's that. Yeah. So are we done talking about cheating? I don't even know how we got here. Oh, podcast. Blah, 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 blah. I just had this visual of you having some other person here with an onion dress on. Doing a podcast with you. Yeah, no. Are you visualizing another woman in, a, in an onion dress? Because. Like, <laughs> what's I know, happening? I, I, I know you enjoy the onion dresses. Yes. I like the onion dresses. Yes. You enjoy them far more than I do. What does that mean exactly? So, onion get, dresses get thrown into a lot of things while I'm not even thinking about onion dresses. I am so confused right now. Um, that sounds better. Uh, I feel like we've had versions of this conversation before. The underdresses are nice. Yes. Um, I'm a fan. Yes. I think there are moments where, because I'm not as big a fan as you are, it is like a, well, why aren't you like, do you I've see, never do felt you see this way. one? Do you see this one? Like, yeah. This, this, this. Outside of like showing you what they look like on a monitor because I'm about to buy one. I don't remember ever caring about what you thought about an onion dress honestly i love them and Mm -hmm. i love the way they look on me but i don't i don't i I can't remember i can't remember being like do you like this one or this one or this one or this one and you being like they all look the same to me it's the same chick i don't get it it's the same dress Mm -hmm. that it's all camouflage tight dresses right but outside of that the thing is we have that conversation a lot because you keep showing me new ones well did you see this one it's like oatmeal onion dresses like you and oatmeal do you want some oatmeal you know you want some oatmeal you don't I accept when I tell you about getting oatmeal, it's 100% a joke because you don't eat oatmeal. You don't like it. You're never going to like it. Right. So I just say it to be funny because I know you're going to be like, I don't like oatmeal. Mm. You're not going to say that about onion dress. Or maybe you will, but you never have. Mm. They're nice. Yeah. So I guess. I feel like we've just spent way too much time talking about a brand of dress that's not paying us to talk about it. Catching on. So called the crack the carrot dress from now on. So in listening to this podcast, whether I'm editing or whatever else, I realize I say blah 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 way too much. Hmm. Like I I I listen to other podcasts and I realize that certain people say certain things and they have these words and whatever, they just kind of Filler words almost. Mm-hmm. And I realized mine is blah, blah, blah. And now it bothers me every time I hear it. Especially as we're on the show and I say blah, 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 like I did a couple minutes ago. Wow. I don't, you know, I listen to the show. Mm-hmm. I'm now listening to the whole show again. The whole, all of the oh shows. God. I just started the first one. How do you do it? We're talking about Amber Rose and face tattoos. Um, and I don't hear that. I'm sure I'll hear it now. I think, but I don't I think it that. may came, might have come later. But blah, blah, blah definitely became a filler thing for me that I need to address. Um, actually, that's part of the reason why. Well, 
why I'm watching it. I mean, why I'm listening now, I have no excuse for it. I don't know. It's just soothing when I'm doing other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but first time around, I was listening for stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. do I have a blah, blah, blah? Um, I definitely have tried to, I don't know why anybody cares about this, but um, when our friend listened to the, to listen to a couple episodes oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Right. reported back, mm-hmm. she was like, dude, like, he never gets a chance to talk. <laughs> like, he's always fighting to talk. And I want to be like, what would you be quiet? So although I'm not capable of that, I am more conscious of that. And mm. that's super different. So much different now than it was um, 50 episodes ago. So... Um, I feel like actually fun enough. I feel like it started off even, and then it shifted, and then it's shifting back again to being more even. I think there was a phase where that was a thing more than like the in, from the outset. Well, I can now tell without really like I don't know the episodes by topic. Like I can't listen to an episode and be like, oh, this we were here, we were there, mm-hmm. or whatever. I know when we're at the office because the volume, the sound is not as great as it is when you know we're at home or when we're here. Right. So, but at the office. Things are a tendency to get a little bit more boozy, except there's no booze, but sort of boozy because it would be late. Right. And it would just be like both of us had a long ass day. So we're just kind of delirious. And I'd be drinking something. So I'm slightly boozy, boozy, half yeah. boozy. But you're not, you'd be drinking, but I'd be the one acting boozy. <laughs> so you would drink it, but I would feel it. Um, so I can tell the difference. Mm. Um, it's a different show, really. And then Pandemic us is super different it's a mm-hmm. lot more tense it's a lot more quiet spaces it's a lot more like yeah. just mm-hmm. let's take a deep breath and it's funny when we first started doing the show i had pictured more of the amber rose episode where we'd be talking about stuff that was on twitter or facebook or right. in the news right and just shooting shit sometimes. it does but it became so much more personal than i was prepared for it to be or that really? i thought it would be you didn't think it was going to be personal i didn't no i didn't i think it was i didn't think to the level that it became absolutely not i gotta go back to onion Mm -hmm. so when i said are you in here doing a podcast with some other girl in an onion dress that was not me saying that there's something great about them that was me saying something like with freckles with braids with an onion dress it was just a qualifier of who is this person in here that's supposed to be me but isn't me it wasn't something to say because it's fancy or because it's a great dress i just wanted to clarify okay i I didn't i wasn't because the response to that was see you think that these onion dresses are this when i don't really think that this and i was like well no so i was just saying it was a qualifier like braids or whatever some girl with an ipad i don't know okay i hear you (laughs) good morning Hi. <laughs> I don't get a good morning back. Hi. I never give good mornings back. I know I'm just, you don't. I'm just, That's hi. okay. That's fine. One day you will. Also, this good morning thing is a new development with you as well. This is your Well, you know what? You've only catch. been together for a year. So, sorry. There will probably be more things. <laughs> Hopefully. You are just <sighs> spicy today. I don't know. Maybe it's my Kung Pao chicken taco. It was okay. The my swordfish was salty. Uh, did you try it? Did I did. Yeah, it was a little I salty. Had a shrimp one, which is pretty good. Yeah, I should have stuck to my regular fish taco. I got fancy and paid for it. But the kung pao was good though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. All one point five bites of it. You know, a place does not give you enough food 
if Aaliyah S. King eats all her food. So, but I th- you know it. My argument against that, though, is I think that's what a normal taco looks like. That's true. And we Americanize everything to being a four pound fat Amy. Right. That isn't all. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a lot of food for the typical restaurant. Right. If I eat all my food, because mm-hmm. usually you're going to give me a, like, I never understood. We won't name, call them by name, but, you know, the Mexican-esque place near us, chain place. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never could understand when they first came out and people would be like, let's go here. And they would get a burrito. I would be like, but that's disgusting. Like, you're going to eat that? Like, it's this huge, massive. It looks like food for five days. I honestly felt like you could slice it mm-hmm. and put over a plate of rice and eat that for like a week. There's a with pic- a nice salad. There's a picture of me somewhere back when I was still in Brooklyn. And I can't remember the name of the place, but it was a Mexican place that was around the corner from me. And they had a burrito. And I have a picture. It's the size of my forearm from elbow mm-hmm. to my hand. Mm-hmm. And that was one sitting. And you ate it in one sitting? Yeah. Well, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> but, then you see a, but then you see a normal-sized taco. Right. And you're saying, you're why like am I poisonous. getting this little? So, yeah. So if this was an. Oh. It's like we want the big visual, but we want appropriate portions. I seriously can't hear myself. I don't want to be that person. But like. I'm trying to sort out the levels. Me, so that's that's It helps that's me, on me to figure out like if I'm close enough to the mic and such. Yeah, you, could t- though, you go to the mic. I'm sorting out the levels because things are okay. off. Um, so the place you're talking about, I'm assuming, was an actual restaurant, not a chain. It was an actual restaurant. I'll give you a pass with that. This mm. is the way you're going to present it, and this is the way it's prepared. But this other place I'm telling you about, I just, for the first couple of times that I went there, I just didn't get it. I was like, I don't even I want one. I don't think one. this stuff is particularly big. It's so heavy. It's just, I don't know. Also, a burrito is a full meal. It is. Meal. It's supposed to be. Yeah. But it just... It just never really. And like, then, of course, I like had to me, one. Like, tacos, lunch, and burritos, dinner. Right. I had one, and I was like, okay, this is great. I've never finished one, mm-hmm. and I've never even finished a half of one. Um, I also switched to the bowls. I started doing the bowls. Yeah, instead. the bowls are better. The bowls are less intimidating. Um, I don't know if it's the same amount of food, though. They claim it is, but I don't believe it is either. Because mm-hmm. why isn't it? Why, if I hold the burrito, it feels like this, and I hold the plate, and it feels like a paper plate right. with lettuce on it? That tortilla is like six and a <laughs> half pounds. Not buying it. Not buying it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, anyway, mm. tacos, you gotta love them. Mm. Don't do the swordfish <sighs> at this place. We're not going to name right with their $9 tacos. I'm there's certain things, so I can't, they're not $9. They're two for 13, which is still ridiculous. Right. They're still nine. <laughs> um, they're six fifty. They're that's why I have a hard time getting grilled cheese sandwiches outside of the house. Cause there should be really cheap yes and they're seven dollars right not and for you just think about how many grilled cheese that is now unless i i have that same feeling too but if there's a situation where it's like you have to do a lot to the grilled cheese yeah sourdough bread crusted and then like some special cheese and whatever mm-hmm. you can get me to a seven dollar grilled cheese yeah if it's special the problem is you can get a real plain ass grilled cheese for 10 and even then, I'm, I realize it's kind of goofy because if you get me a panino, I'm fine. Oh, you mean a panini? It's panino. Panino? It's not panini? Panini's plural. Oh. You learn something new every day. So. You're gross. <laughs> but I paid $7. I would pay $7 for that. 
Which is essentially just the same thing. You don't have a panini press, but you do have a pan. I got a spatula cheese. for my grilled cheese. It's the same, like press is press. I'm so. sorry. I just have to see if our daughter, I get to say that now, has made her appearance. It's just so I can know where she I is. thought you were looking up panini and panino. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, pretty sure you know what you're talking about. So that's that. Um. Yeah. Are so, we allowed to talk about the thing that we're getting? No. Okay. Either of them. Either of them. We're getting two things. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? We're not getting two things. We're getting one thing. We're getting two things. We're getting two things. We bought a thing yesterday too. Oh yeah. Well, no, not until that. Neither of those things are. In our hands. Okay. We don't talk about them until they're in our hands. You are so bad at that. I'm terrible. So bad. This I got person, you a pair of sneakers on StockX and couldn't wait. That's <laughs> like the second time. It's like, like I have phone. a surprise for you. It's coming soon. Here, look. This is what it is. Um, I, that's why I hate Christmas. Why? Not, not because of what I'm getting. Because of the things that you're giving other people? That I just want to be like, look. In November? It's also why I shop like two days before Christmas. because. Yeah, I'm not built for it. We got a tree on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. That was pretty amazing. I think that's the tradition. I think that's what we're doing. Yeah, man, from it was so cheap. And it, it was, was like three dollars. And it was healthy. It wasn't and they like were, they were dragging them out to put them in the chipper. <laughs> <laughs> so we saved the life of this tree. But it, and it was well, we didn't. It was no, already. Done. It was dead. But um, it was Must healthy. Do. It was it was healthy, and it wasn't healthy. It was dead. No, it wasn't. Well, I mean, can't have it both ways. Needles weren't falling off. No, uh, it was still green and everything. And we got rid of it quickly, which I also appreciated. Yeah, I think we had it for like, you know, what's weird? I think is it that, makes like the third or something. I think we got rid of it before January third. Yeah. No. Oh, was it up for our New Year's Eve party? Mm-hmm. Okay, then yeah, around the third. Because um, people didn't leave till the fifth. Um. Talking to you, Chris. Um. What was I saying? Oh yeah, I'm definitely down with waiting. I don't know if I'll be able to wait until Christmas Eve. I can wait until Christmas Eve to get a tree. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I'll be able to wait until Christmas Eve to do the other things. Well, garland and such. The things didn't happen just because we just moved. Yeah, no, we had just moved there. Yeah. That's the only reason why I didn't like have a tree. Week. I was just exhausted. Mm-hmm. So we almost didn't get a tree at all. Yeah, and then that would have been really whack. Honestly, yeah. we had a tree up and popping in like an hour. Right, done. So I'm down with that. What is Christmas gonna look like this year? <sighs> Masky? Well, the better question is what's New Year's going to look like this year? Masky? Is it? Mask and Zoom? Is that what we're doing? Like, I don't know. We can't figure out how to get married, so... Right. There's that. Have any second thoughts? Am I annoying you enough yet for you to be like, what am I doing? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure that sounded well no well i'm sure enough to know that I didn't even think about that until you ask right now which right. is why you get the mm, okay you no. have to think about it yeah because i hadn't thought about it you didn't ask me why would i want to know that you don't want to know that no wouldn't you want to know rather than not know what if I did have some second thoughts? You don't want to know what We already are. decided that we're not going back anyway. We're so not. No, I said we're not going back after we get married. We still got to be married before we have the no going back in place. Is there a world where you wear that ring forever and we just stop here? Um, 
Probably not. So much confidence. Because my health insurance is really sucky. Yeah, I forgot about that part. And I kind of... Yeah, we got to do that. Kind of need some good benefits. I can stop paying out of pocket for things. Um, actually, I think that's why my parents got married. This this is this feels really traditional. Really? <laughs> actually, that's not my insurance is not as bad as I thought it was. Like I was really freaked out about not being on the one I've been on. You for made a long it sound time. like the well, absolute. I do. I I do. It's in my best interest to stay healthy. Mm, well, um, yeah, but it's not quite as bargain basement as I thought it was. It would be better. I could do better for sure. Um. My therapist. You can't wait to say that. My <laughs> therapist. Second get therapy. And we keep talking about, well, not keep. I ask about um, co-pays or whatever else. And she keeps saying like, oh, we'll get that together. Yeah, blah, blah, and yeah. you have a deductible and X, Y, and Z. And then there'll be 20%. But, but she will never actually say an actual number. Right. She can't. I'm like, somebody, like, how much do you charge? Right. Like, I, if I have a deductible, I can at least start there. Right. Um, you can look that up yourself. Yeah, I know. I'm afraid to. Probably fifteen hundred dollars. That's typical for your plan. Did oh the, the, I meant, I think about the appointment? I, was, no, <laughs> I ain't getting no more therapy. It is gonna be. They said twenty percent. Why after the deductible? No, no, no. That's not right. It should be a flat fee, like thirty-five or fifty. It will be because my. I mean, the technically the flat fee. The the. the Twenty percent. It shouldn't be percent. It should be thirty five dollars or fifty dollars. If she charges a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. it's twenty dollars. So it's still a flat fee either way, because her her rate isn't changing. It's not going up and down. Right, but the likelihood that her rate is a hundred dollars is very slim. Right, but if it's one hundred and fifty, if I'm paying twenty percent, I guess we can talk about this at another time. I'm I'm concerned because if this is twenty percent, which will be fine, mm-hmm. then that means some other doctor is twenty percent, which will be very not fine because we can't have your ophthalmology doctor or bill being twenty percent. Uh, so that's why I'm like, why am I hearing percents? Well, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah. But we want suddenly I need to marry you for your. <laughs> yeah, we need our benefits. co-pays. This sounds like something you would you might have to call the healthcare.gov and tweak some things. Because you don't ever want your bill to be a percentage. Because co-pays for a therapist is always going to be affordable for 20%. Mm-hmm. But it's the other doctors. And, like, God forbid, 20% of a hospital bill you're, you know, right. responsible for. Um, I Did you see the story about the dude whose hospital bill was $1.1 million after six weeks in a hospital with corona? Uh, yes, I did, actually. It was sort of clickbait, though. Because when I read and then went to the next story and then went to the next story... It was one point one million. Um, then his insurance company negotiated with the hospital, and it went down to two hundred thousand, which is about right for six weeks in a hospital. How's that a negotiation? That's that's not a negotiation. That's the word they use. So, but it's it's so typical. Like, of course, that's who the fuck did this math, <laughs> right? But it's not that. It's a computer just added up all that's what they do right it is this and now we'll give it to you for this because if it goes if we tell you it's two hundred thousand, then they're going to make us negotiate it down to five dollars so whatever the price day is they give you it's going to be able to be negotiated to what you really should get so they negotiated it down to two hundred thousand, and then the last line of the story was like the patient's actual 
responsibility depends on his insurance. Which means that that million dollar thing that's been clicking around, he's going to leave the hospital with $75 or zero if he's on Medicaid. And that's that. But it was the idea that it could be that. When we all know that these things are highly marked up because they get negotiated down. That annoyed me. I want people to click. (laughs) How can I get people to click into stories? Uh, and stop telling me about this $1.1 million hospital bill that doesn't exist. My people don't do that. It's I don't, not, I it's don't not, get that so much. I don't think people do that. Hmm? You said black people don't do that? I said my people don't do that. Oh, your people? Yeah. No, no, no. This wasn't my people on. This was just like, I saw it on Twitter. Oh, And then okay. I saw the comments. Of, these are just regular old I people. Because your, your people no, would be not my wilding people. too. Uh, my people do wild out because that whole... Wayfair is for Meryl the kids. Meryl Street cabinet with a Meryl Street <laughs> child inside of it. Yo. Um, I kind of want to start a conspiracy theory just to see how far it goes. No, we're not going to do that. I just want to see what happens. When I saw how fast this $1.1 million hospital bill was flying around, I was like, something tells me there's something weird about this. But nobody... Like, I want to put out like verses was started by white supremacists to laugh at Rick Ross with no shirt on. So Rick Ross... Um, had a versus with oh, um, two chains. Who won? Are there ever any winners in this versus? So it's, it's people just talk. So I haven't watched any of the verses. Me either. But it's been interesting because the conversation I've been seeing is like it started off as like an actual competition. Yep. But it's gradually just shifted into like a party. Okay. So folks aren't really com- so like the DMX Snoop one. They're oh just, yeah, they're just dancing. Just, I guess there probably will be one. Like if Jake and Jay and Drake decided to do one, maybe it would be like more song for song thing. Maybe, but the vibe of it, I think, from after Jill and Erica, mm-hmm. the vibe just kind of changed. So like we're just gonna play our music, and if you think there's a winner or loser, that's great. But we're just gonna have fun over here. Even like the Beanie Man Bounty one was just a party. Yeah. Like I saw the clips of that. That one looked like fun. Yeah. I've officially reached old man technology age. Hmm. Part of the reason I haven't watched the verses. Because you don't know where to find them. I don't exactly know where to find them. (laughs) Yeah. You have to. Is it on Twitter? It's it's on Instagram. It ain't on the Twitters. I thought you could see it on the Twitters. Somebody said you could see it on the Twitter. It's on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> you so make, you go you're to, making me feel better, by the way. <laughs> so then you can, uh, what I see now, you go to at versus, I think, at versus unlimited or something, whatever their site is. And then the screen will just be there. You can watch it. It's called. So I usually end up catching bits and pieces later. See YouTube and Twitter and IG. Yeah, I just look at the clips. Seeing DMX with a belly was interesting. Yeah, I know. So it's like weird because, you know, in recovery, that's a sign of, that's a good sign. Mm -hmm. You put the weight back on, maybe a little extra. Right. Um, So weight gain for some things is like not good. Mm -hmm. And for other things, it's a sign of. Right getting better right even though it might look like unhealthy weight Mm -hmm. it's still just like it's hard to you know depending on your drug of choice it's hard to um i mean it's the case even with just general sicknesses depending on what the symptoms are and what the effects are i mean 
Sure, but you don't look at somebody with diabetes and be like, oh, look, she's putting on more weight. I like it. Some good weight on them knees. I said depending like, on. Depending on. But even with recovery, I'm mm-hmm. saying, like, if it's if alcohol is your thing, then it's slimming down and getting mm. rid of those sugars. That actually is a good sign. Like, right. you get the, 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 bloat, the face. bloat face and that starts to come down. So normally, when you stop drinking, you're going to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you stop using drugs, you're going to gain weight. And right. both of those things are good good signs right um so seeing him i was like happy to see the weight so between it's funny between dmx's stomach and malik b malik b but malik b passing away yeah dmx's stomach and malik b i'm, I'm just going i'm going to oh, okay. <laughs> that okay. was that wasn't the period okay <laughs> um i'm still in this weird space of watching the icons i grew up with age yep and rap was has always been a thing that never aged yeah everybody was 12 Mm -hmm. like once you hit because not so much now but back in our day once you hit 25 it was kind of a rap for you like you're too old for this there were a few dudes who made it Mm -hmm. but generally there was a maybe not 25 but this is like this distinct age range where like you weren't going to be the hot thing anymore Mm -hmm. like your time had passed Mm -hmm. And remember how Cameron and Jim Jones would be snapping on Jay about, right. dude, you're 30 years old. Taking Tybo classes. About, right. And we're the, so we're as old as hip hop, which yes. is also interesting because the creators, they're 60, mm-hmm. 70 Hip hop is 46 years old. Right. 46 years old. So I'm a little, I'm a little younger than hip hop. Um, you're, <laughs> not, old, you're what, what? I'm saying I'm a little younger than hip hop. Just a hair. Just a hair. Mm-hmm. But um, just like you're a little younger than me. But I don't, I don't know how often you get to age with an art form. You don't. And on top of that, watch the watch it become middle age. Yeah. Like hip hop, literally and figuratively, is middle age now. Correct. And it's just interesting watching that. But the flip side of that is when your contemporaries and the folks you've been looking at for. 34 years past like when it was Fife and mm-hmm. now this and mm-hmm. it always hits I think the first one that space. hit me like that was Heavy D where it's like mm. oh right because we're older right people get shot and killed all the time obviously uh, that's the other part that's too. the one we're like oh well and in a weird way yeah like you're like if something like shot fight whatever else we're like uh right or natu- even car accident or something quote unquote you know, natural causes and like, diseases and correct. things like it's like the things that we all have right um, so yeah, like I don't I, want to hear about Jay Z's cholesterol. No, I don't. Um, I was writing about this recently. I wish I knew what I was writing about or for, but I was saying how. No, it was on Twitter. I tweeted. I did a little tweeting a couple of days back. <laughs> um, something came across the timeline that I felt like talking about, and I did. Um, and hip hop is the only art form, American art form, where people are growing up with it. Right. You know, the only other American art form period is jazz. That's it. And with jazz music, it never blues. blew up. Mm-mm. Purely American. Blues comes from gospel and all types of stuff. Like a purely American art form is only two. Mm. It's jazz and hip hop that are born out of dust that literally okay. don't borrow from anything else. Okay. So not rock and roll, not R&B. Right. They just come up out of air. And um, jazz never became the behemoth that hip hop did. So, although, of course, it was big, 
it was never so much that it's changing the world. Right. It's always had its patrons. Mm-hmm. But growing up alongside jazz was very easy to do. It's old people. <laughs> it was the same old ass people. We didn't have young teenagers coming up like, oh, I want to play the saxophone too. No, right. they were gone already. But we still have young people infiltrating our thing and we're all growing up in this together. And the one, the older ones, we don't know what the fuck to do. We're just trying to hold on. So I feel like hip hop is the most specific space where I feel my own mortality. Correct. Um, I because you watched it grow up. Yeah, you're from the and Bronx grew, for God's up, sake. I, it's in yourself. I grew up with it right. on top of everything else, and then watching this this phase of it happen. Right. Like, there's going to be a time when people won't know or have ever heard Jay Z or DMX record or LL Cool J record or whatever else. Like that time will when a hundred years from now, maybe twenty, no. thirty, yeah. No. Do you think that Maisie can name you some major figures in the jazz music scene from the Harlem Renaissance? No, she can. Okay, she can, and Cole will too. I mean, there's always are gonna people be... going to know who Martin Luther King is in twenty years? There's, it's not the same. No, but it's a starting point, right? It's the starting point. A hundred years from now, people know who Martin Luther King is. So I'm saying, because I'm saying that, now all of them, everybody that we're growing up with, there's going to mm-hmm. be a really small amount right. that still remain relevant in 50 years. But there will be there. There will be those. Especially since, you know, we would remember more of them too if we had the same technology that we have now. We don't have a lot of Twitter feeds from well, people even, back then. Well, even beyond that, one of the things we talked about before was the fact that there's no real hip-hop archive. Like, by the time right. Source comes along, Correct. it's 20 years or 30 years have passed. 20 years have passed. I was thinking today, someone uh, reminded me that I made up this column for the Source that famously still runs, and it's called 5, 10, 15, 20. Mm-hmm. And it's because I was sitting in the archive room one day, just like absorbing all the magazines and possibly stealing some, sorry. And um, I was like, we should have a column in the magazine where we say this person was on the cover five years ago, 10 years ago. So I would put the person who was on, like if this is the May 98 issue, so who was on it May 93, Mm -hmm. put them on the cover, it's like Tribe or whatever. And then 10 years before May 88, put whoever was on the cover right. never anything for 15 never anything for 20, right because what the fuck so for 15 i would put an album cover mm-hmm. or a newspaper clipping or whatever right. but the idea that i could put a source cover for 15 years was like there's no way and then 20 of course i can't find a source magazine so now in 2020 they can do a 5 10 15 20 and have go back 20 years mm-hmm. the source came out in 1988 Hmm. We, I literally didn't have enough history right. to do this column. There right. was not, there wasn't enough there. Right, and this is after the art form had existed for thirteen this years. Nineteen ninety-eight, correct? No, more, more than, than thirteen. That. More than that. If we're it's almost twenty, it's it was almost twenty. 20 years. Yeah. So all I could do was find like a newspaper clipping of there was a show in mm-hmm. the Bronx, whatever. But now you have so, so that what happened was the person saw the source and saw the five, ten, fifteen, twenty column. And chuckled like, oh, wow, they get to do 20 years ago. Right. And I remember Leah running around like, I don't have anything. What happened in hip hop 20 <laughs> years ago? And I had to always do some shit in the Bronx. It was like, Seventh right. Avenue in the Bronx. Right. Uh, next month. The Bronx Shane did Paul something. Uh, there was nothing to do. Right. Um, 
So that's going to be hard for somebody to understand. It's just like when I told Maisie that when Google first started, everything wasn't on Google. She can't understand right. the idea that there's stuff she can touch that you can't find on Google. Right. And it's true. Sometimes you would get a message like, sorry, that's not here. <laughs> just made me think of the thing that I made up yesterday that you Googled. Oh my God. <laughs> but we're not doing that That's right not now. On Google. We're not doing I that. I dare you. I'm not. I dare you. <laughs> no. I I'll say it. Uh-uh. If I can remember it. No. Um, <laughs> what does that mean for... It was a recipe for something. Yeah. Like pancakes. Mm-hmm. It was latkes. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say it. Yeah. I forgot. Right. Um... I forgot. What, oh, research, <laughs> stupid. Uh, I wonder what that means for research, though, going forward in terms of like hip hop and other things that kind of run that borderline of right. because part of the reason that hip hop wasn't archived for so long is because it was not taken seriously. Absolutely. It was like beaten back as hard as it possibly could be. No one cared. What? Who cared? Right. Um, I remember there was every now and then there'd be like this 2020 episode that'll pop up of them trying to explain what hip hop was. Yeah. And it's just like so it's like ouch. Rickety rocket like <laughs> there's five yes. elements. It's 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 like we were talking about the other day with um with email. Yeah. Oh. With uh oh, Brian Gumble Brian Gumble and Jane Pauly talking yeah. about email. And then uh it seems like a farce. It seems like an SNL sketch. Like you didn't really mean <laughs> this, did you? And then, so you can press a button. And then there's this weird A symbol. And that, you so use. the A doesn't mean about, because remember A used to mean about. Right. It means at. Right. Okay. Well, I can't wait to use that. Mm. Email. I remember there was an email commercial. A commercial for email? Yes. Or for AOL? It was specifically, it might have been an AOL commercial, but it was about email. email. And it's like this guy and a girl meet up. Or they're in a the bar or whatever it is. And instead of passing him her number. He gives her his email address. She gives him the email address. And we're looking at this sliver of paper like, what the fuck is that? I don't know. And then it's like, you'll see. Oh. And now my inbox is 3,000. Oh, God. Um, yeah, we saw all that. We saw them saying, we saw commercials where they say, go to forward slash forward slash right. colon backspace backspace. <laughs> now they're like, find us everywhere at Target. Mm-hmm. But there was a time it was HTTP right. colon forward slash forward, forward, slash, forward slash, slash Target dot C-O-M. No, I remember my father was, I think we talked about this recently too. My father was very much about getting me a computer as quickly as possible. Yes. And I had my AOL disc for like 1,500 hours oh or whatever it was and all the things. And it was just, I didn't get it then quite how amazing that was yeah. that I had one in the living room. Yep. That I could jump on whenever I wanted to. Yep. And get on all types of terrible chat rooms. And oh, God. What was it? Uh, how long does it take for you to find porn? ASL. Age, sex, location. Yeah, that was the thing. Um... So I, the scary thing about porn at that time was that it was a lot more personal. Hmm? So you weren't going to Pornhub or oh, you were getting someone to send. Somebody you was sending you something, Eek. right? And then you had fifty six k dial up, so you're getting like one line of picture, one line of picture. And you're like, oh, and there's shoot. a nipple, and oh, there's shoot. a nipple, and nope, that's not a nipple. And what is it? Uh, oh, that's balls. <laughs> 
<laughs> so who are you getting this? Never mind. Who knows? I'm in. I can't remember what chat rooms I'm in. I'm. There might have been like. They're all super random. There might have been like a black chat room, mm. and they might have. But who knew, knows if anybody in there was actually black? But me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like all these chat rooms are super duper random, and nobody's thinking about how old anybody might actually be, or maybe they were. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the really was the wild wild west because, like I said, there wasn't. You weren't going to a website, right? You were not not immediately. That came later. I'm trying to think when I have my first computer. It's 1998. I remember coming home, plugging in, taking out the. Why did you have to unplug something? Unplug. Take out your phone. Because you had to plug in and the modem. Put in your computer. Yeah, plug in your modem. And that's if you were lucky enough to have the modem. You were lucky. Your modem yeah. was in your computer. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the case for everybody. Mm-hmm. The modem was a separate piece of thing that you had to plug the computer into and then Wait, plug no. the phone line into. No, I might have had that. Mm-hmm. I might have had that. It might have been a separate thing. All I know is I used to turn it on and then go make a meal. Like literally, right. let me go cook dinner, <laughs> let me call my mom. Da, da, da. The computer's got to heat up. By the up. time I come back, <laughs> maybe the internet will actually be internetting. Right. It was really frightening. Mm-hmm. It was super frightening out there. I didn't like it. I'll tell you when porn actually became a thing for me. Kazaa. I don't even know what that is. Kazaa was- Oh, Kazaa, the streaming. Well, pre-streaming. It was like a BitTorrent-y kind right. of thing. Um, except it wasn't even BitTorrent. It was, I can't remember what it was. Like the one, Kazaa was like that. Napster. Like Napster. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was Kazaa, there was Napster. There was, there were a few of them. Mm-hmm. And every now and then I'd have to wipe my entire computer because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it had all the viruses and start from scratch. All the sections. And it was worth it. It was viruses. worth it. Of course it was. Because I figured out how, at a certain point I figured out how to get rid of the viruses. Mm-hmm. I knew they were coming. I knew how to get rid of them mm-hmm. and just keep going. And that's when I think porn as we know it now on the internet started to kick in because now you can download in a movie and watch it. Is that right. wasn't because it wasn't relied on internet speed, which right. didn't exist yet. So I would download a movie and get it two days, <laughs> literally like a day later, two days later, some cases, depending on how long it was and how good it was. So you'd be like, ooh, still didn't download yet. This is going to be nice. good. This is a good one. I mean, that 420p. <laughs> and then you save it? Or you can only watch it once? And no, you save it. It's on your hard drive. But you only save it for as long as you think you won't get caught with it. <laughs> well, how would you end up getting caught with it? Because it's is a family a- computer. Oh, my God. So is your mom really sitting down? Like, now it's my turn. So thankfully, my mother has never touched a computer in her life. She does not know how the internet That's works. That's thankfully? Yes. Okay. My father sort of did. But if I could put a video file into like Wolfenstein 3D folder. Yes. He would never find it. He would it. never touch it. Right. So then why did you have to delete it? Um, Because the hard drive would fill up after a while too. So now why why is my 10 gig hard drive full all oh, of a sudden? Okay, okay, okay. And then so I have to do that. And, and again, because of the viruses and all the other stuff. It's so funny you're bringing this up because someone I interviewed for my story that I'm writing about the urbanhiphop.com boom, bust, I have no idea what I'm going to call it. He said the exact same thing, that his dad was just, um, like, got to get a computer. Yeah. He was, uh, let me see. Now, this by the time the internet comes, I'm getting my second computer because it can't connect to the internet. I already had a computer in the house before that. They got a computer in 1976. Mm-hmm. He was in kindergarten. 
father has no propensity, does not have a connection, was just just felt like wherever he worked, whatever he knew, he mm-hmm. knew this was a thing. Right. And a personal computer was the first chance that, okay, so I know IBM has that and it's important and it's big. And now you're saying I can have one too at this level? We get in one. When my father bought my first computer, he was driving a truck delivering paper. Not newspapers, just actual paper to offices. Hmm. Um, and from there, because we didn't have a lot of money, but I was, my first computer, this is how old I'm going to say we are. My first computer didn't have a floppy disk. It ran with audio tapes. What? Yes. My first computer was the Coleco Atom. Oh, I remember that. I and didn't it had know a, it worked with video. And it I had, mean, um, audio. And tape. it had like the cassette tape that you put in the tape deck. Yeah. That's what the programs were on. And you would pop that in, close it up, and th- it would spin and do the things that it had to do. I had a reel-to-reel, basically, for a computer. I don't remember ever seeing that. <laughs> that was a thing. My first video Coleco game. Coleco Vision. There was a ColecoVision. ColecoVision was the video game system. Yes. But Coleco also made Atom, which was their computer. I remember that. Uh, and it ran on tapes. My second one was like an IBM, that same gray boxy one that everybody got mm-hmm. that connected to the internet. Mm-hmm. And by that time, he's working with New York Transit. So he's got a couple coins and he can mm-hmm. flex a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing. And it wasn't. It wasn't a birthday gift. It wasn't a Christmas gift. It, it was, was like, just you need to have You need this. to get this. That was this kid. He said, mm-hmm. I was like, why? It's fancy, but I don't know why. Isn't it kindergarten? Mm-hmm. And he's like, go figure this out. Right. Like, We're going to figure out how you're supposed to do this. Um, my parents were not tech savvy. Um, my mom refused to get an ATM card for many years. Years. You know how long it was before my parents would buy anything on the internet from like Amazon or anything? My mom still doesn't buy things on the internet. I, I think my parents just stopped getting DVDs from Netflix. Wow. Netflix will still do that? Mm-hmm. Now. I Netflix believe, still has I, their I think they, DVD. I think they just started just, to begin shutting it down. DVDs were a thing. I know. I remember. No, no, no. I mean like very recently. They were oh, still right. doing DVDs. Right. Because every now well, and then. Well, I mean, the, the red box is in there. People still getting DVDs Every there. now and then, if you, because we, we're kind of conditioned to not search for particular titles on Netflix. We just scroll through and find the thing. If you search something random and they don't have it, it would say like DVD service. Oh, oh, that's right. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Click here if you want to have the DVD sent. Right. I don't see that no more. Mm-mm. But then again, it's not necessarily because they don't do DVDs. It's more because they just. Everything's there. Right. Netflix well, is going to take over Well, there's the world. that, and I don't... I, I haven't had a DVD player in forever. Especially not a dedicated one. Like, the last DVD player I had was my PlayStation. Let me see. When's the last time I had a DVD player? Well, technically, I have one now, because I have a DVD drive that will connect to my um, computer. You just, said connect, you just said DVD drive that will connect yeah. to your computer. I feel like that does not count. Oh, it doesn't? Can you put it to your TV? Um, I'm sure I could. You basically said you have a zip drive in the house. Basically. <laughs> which and the only you, which reason why I have, I got the DVD drive because Maisie had to watch My Neighbor Totoro for mm-hmm. school and it's not on any of the streaming services. It right. is now, but at the time it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I had to just get that. I mean, I guess, can you buy a VCR? Mm, I'm, I'm going to say no. Not new? No. <laughs> Craigslist, maybe. Anymore? You don't think they are? There's, there's, there's a, Keisha has a skit 
on about YouTube the, about the about dude. What? Um, a dude. By the way, Keisha if you don't know Jones, Keisha, if you don't know Keisha Jones, look up Keisha Jones on YouTube and her boyfriend. Thank us later. Um, what's his name? Who cares about him? It's oh, all about her. I know, but it'll help you find them. <laughs> Which Keisha is, Jones is pretty common name, right? Um, Trey Keisha Jones and her boyfriend Trey. Yes, look him up. They have a skit where um, Trey is playing like this old dude, and he has a copy of The Last Dragon. Oh, God. On, VHS, on VHS and he wants it replaced because the VCR oh I saw that the, yeah and like, I saw that one yeah um, there's no more VCRs yeah I guess there aren't any more VCRs which goes back to the archiving mm-hmm. um, I've got some really great tapes um, Source Awards Shaky and whatever mm-hmm. and bad enough that I never really thought to do anything with it so I just threw it in a box somewhere but also knowing I should probably not throw it away right. and now realizing oh my god you have video of the Source Awards mm-hmm. Um, so which is why, like, you've been talking about the hip hop museum that's on the way, yes, in the Bronx. Um, I spoke to this guy, Rocky Bucano, who is um in charge of the hip hop museum in the Bronx, of course, in the Bronx. And we talked about hopefully the Biggie Belt being there and developing Mm -hmm. an exhibit um around it. One thing I appreciated when I spoke to him is that I was telling him we got to get our hands physically on the belt, right. And he was like, yes, we do. Sure. But it's more about like everything doesn't have to have a dusty artifact. It's like, oh, look behind the glass, whatever. Right. What's the stories here? Like what happened and where are these people now? I'm, cons- I'm you know, I'm intrigued by the whole story, not just right. the thing, um, which I think, which I like. Um, so I was talking about this on Twitter. I was saying I have this shoebox, well, a couple shoeboxes of tapes. And the more time goes on. These are tapes that I never throw away a tape, obviously. The, the scary thing, though, is they degrade. Of course they do. And some of them already have. Right. Um. So I throw them in a box. I guess I stopped using tapes around 2000, whenever that first iPhone came out, I mm-hmm. guess, because they had a little thing you could put on top of your iPhone and it became a recorder. So that was the end of tapes for me. Um, God, can you imagine having it, it a separate piece? Your, I know. It went inside <laughs> of your headphones. Right. Um. It was just... Yeah. I'm sure I told you, like, the first couple of interviews I did, it was like Snoop, Russell Simmons, and Usher. They're like, what did you just do? Right. What is this? Oh, I, my God. Dude, I remember working at Nike Town, mm-hmm. and I was I was retail, but also did, like, some of their running marketing and mm-hmm. events and stuff. And I'm by this giant shoe wall, and this Japanese girl comes up, puts a phone up to the phone, Pushes a button and puts it back in her pocket. I'm like, what'd you do? I took a picture. Like, you ain't taking no picture. Like, what are you doing with the shoe? Like, what's going on? She unflips her phone, shows me. I'm like, holy, holy shit. shit. Two years later, we, we get, get camera phones. Yeah. And I'm like, we suck. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But I remember, like, everybody was, like, blown. Like, you just took a picture? With your phone? With your phone. Funny tidbit. Most folks don't remember this. There was a printer that came with Game Boys. Is a camera that you can attach to your Game Boy. I remember that. And a paper printer that you can print your pictures out with. And it was like a dot matrix printer that you could take pictures that of your friends with. That really lame. It was terrible. That probably didn't last. But at that point, mind-blowing. Right. So we went from that to 15 years later. You would honestly later. think that me taking out this little microphone to put on top of my phone, mm. you would think... They would act like I was a witch. Like they went to string me up Dude. on a tree. I'm like, what? It's just a- the first time you see these things. I know. Absolutely I remember. I don't know if it was Usher or Puffy, but whoever it was, 
literally, it was Usher. He says, can I sing into that? And like have all those big tracks on my phone? And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of how recording works. <laughs> and then where does it go? And First I was of like, all, I like how you act like this wasn't like some flexy shit that you had going. Well, because it it wasn't to me. Like, it didn't seem much different from having a recorder. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, t- like, I already had digital recorders that didn't have tapes. Right. You know, there were tons of those. Right. So it really didn't seem that different to me. It felt like, okay, my digital recorder is now this big and it goes on top of my phone. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem crazy to me. So... He's like, well, where is it going to be? And I'm like, it'll be in your playlist, your iTunes mm-hmm. list. Ah! He sends someone to go buy it Immediately. on the spot. Yeah. Where do I get this from? Radio Shack? Go to Radio Shack and get me what this girl has. Do you remember when the cloud first became a thing? Like, wait, but it's not on my, it's not on my, it's not on my phone or my computer. Where is it? It's in the cloud. And people thought there was actually a cloud somewhere. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I'm trying to think when I really... Because I didn't use the cloud for a very long time. I did not trust it. Nobody. I still don't, but I did not use it at all. Can you just put it in the cloud? No, I can't. There, I feel like early adopters for the cloud, it might have been the slowest run of early adopters in a lot of technology. Oh, yeah. Because you, you had to trust. You had to trust it. You really had so to trust. So the only thing that made me finally give in and trust the cloud was when... You know, it was the camera phone because mm. now you have 2000 cameras on right. your phone and your phone is blowing up and smoking steam. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to get rid of these. Right. And you go to the Apple store and they're like, it's time for the cloud. Right. And I'm like, OK, take my 2000 pictures and put them in the Those cloud. transitions. I still hate the cloud. You know what? I had a hard time. Google Docs. Love Google. Docs. I was that. Now I'm so embarrassed. Now, You're doing Word Docs. Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed that I was doing Word Docs 1. for all 7, that 1.775 oh version 2.3. Making them copy paste. Just like, ugh. For, I would say probably five years, I was being asked to use Google Docs and I would say, no, I use Word. And, and the really funny thing is, I think you have a writer that you've had to work with a couple times that's Sending you Word docs or something. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Several. Yeah. Who I have are... a couple writers who send me Word docs and they're old. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, this is what I was putting people <laughs> through all this time. What a jerk. Mm. And it's like, I want to use Word because I need to save that in hard, not hard copy, but I want to save it to my hard drive. computer. Yeah, yeah. So, but you don't have to. Right. You don't have to. It's fine. It can be in the cloud. I, my last phone. I got um, 128 gigs of storage. Mm-hmm. Biggest waste. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I ever got past 50 gigs, and that's and that's I'm still cleaning stuff out. My phone now is like 64 gigs. I've watched folks like, you can't do shit with 64 gigs. Like I it's ain't none of my cloud. shit in my phone. It's all it's like all let it go. Cloud. It's like um, and you finally gave on uh, the headphone jack. Although your phone does have a headphone jack, but you gave up on the idea of like wireless earbuds and you finally came. I got the wireless earbuds. Like folks are like, but this, I'm watching transition happen now with the headphone jack where folks just pissed that the headphone jack is going away. Yeah. I was all about the corded headphones until like two months ago. I mm-hmm. just was like, it's fine. Right. Sure. It gets all tangled up in my whatever while I'm walking down the street. Um, but it's fine. The sound is fine. It's all fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't charge at the same time. Right. And that's just would be driving me nuts. So I was like, all right, next time I have some quarters to slap together, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to buy it and see. And it's better. 
marginally, but it's better. <laughs> I like it. I like that it's wireless, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. but the sound quality doesn't seem it was never about the sound- dollars more. It was never about the sound quality. It was about the convenience of not having to deal with the cord. And still I have to deal with the cord anyway because the charger has to be on the cord. But that's because I forgot to get the wireless one. The charger has to be on the cord, what do you mean? I have to charge it. I have oh, you to have charge to charge the, the wireless case. case. Yeah. yeah. So I still got to be bothered with cords. It's different between being bothered while you're asleep than having to put the headphones. Then has anybody ever explained why they always nodded when you take them out your pocket? No. I never understood why. Although I, Apple ones are, they still will be too, but nothing like the other ones. Apple has some type of like the case. I mean, the casing mm-hmm. is a little thicker. Mm-hmm. So the Apple ones are better. When you take them out, right. they'll loosen up better mm-hmm. than some of the other ones. But Yeah, so you're not dealing with that anymore, which is nice. It's all progress. It's all it's all the things. I'm making cookies. You want some? Yeah. Are they gonna be light skin cookies or dark skin cookies? Because you don't like dark skin cookies. You just <laughs> discovered this. I don't. I ruined these cookies, and we're all just everybody killing them. Just killing them. <laughs> They're like I can't get cold to eat nothing. <laughs> He's like, these cookies these are, are better than the other ones you made. They were in the oven like three extra minutes. He's like, uh, Shane, you want this one? They were in the um they were in there for about ten minutes, mm-hmm. ten to fifteen minutes longer than they right. were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I was they about had to, character. If y'all weren't there, they were going in the trash. I'm not even kidding. I wouldn't even tasted them. We I'd have been like, housed. oh damn. And I would have just threw them away. We housed them cookies. Yeah, we did. I was happy to see y'all enjoy them. No milk even. We weren't even looking for milk. Nobody had milk. Nobody had water. Nothing. We were just eating. You didn't see what I saw. I just saw three mouths like <laughs> devouring these cookies. I was really. They had a little more really character. Weird. They were good. Were they crispy? Yeah, they were slightly burnt. They were crispy, <laughs> but they were good. So they were, they were crispy, they, but they weren't crunchy. I don't like crunchy cookies so, so much. Yeah, that's because they were right out of the oven. Right. And one in a half hour, they would have been in that. That's great because none of them lasted 10 minutes. They didn't. Did you even get to try one? I did not, actually. I never did get to try one. They were good. I'm, I'm making light skin cookies. Um, PSA. If you happen to come across good humor, <laughs> brown sugar cinnamon, go the other way, ice cream bars, kick them shits. To the They're curb. terrible. They're terrible. Although, again, do you see that cobweb above your head? No. You probably can't see it because it's like close to the ceiling. Mm. That cobweb's been here since we moved in. <laughs> when she was showing me this place, I just got a broom. I was like, oh, there's a cobweb in here. Same one. <laughs> anyway, terrible. When when I the seven year old says no, and mind you, when the thirteen year old is like, hmm. mind you. Brown sugar cinnamon is definitively the best, the pop, tart. best pop tart. Of course. And I, the only problem is they gave it to good humor. If Hagen Dazs did it, Ooh. I said that. Hagen Dazs wouldn't do it because they're not going to sully their good name with some goddamn pop tart. No, they would. I believe they would. Ben and Jerry's too. Ben and Jerry's would do it. But and as I said this on Twitter, it tasted like melted milk. It was just bad. It, it was wasn't bad. good at it was all. Really bad. Don't do it. Again, I maintain that a fresh box 
might have been different. Nah. These were melted they and melted, then refrozen. They melted for like 10 minutes and we put them back in. Because we still had the stick. It wasn't even like the stick was like akimbo or anything. It was it was just slightly melted. Yeah, I said akimbo. Just say akimbo. Excuse me for a second, <laughs> y'all. I'm just going to... You know what's funny about Akimbo? I remember the book. When you said Akimbo, I saw the page with the illustration of the book I was reading when I learned that word. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in a children's book, kind of older kids, it'll be an uh, illustration every 10 pages, not a picture book necessarily. Right. Sometimes pencil drawings. Right. So I'm reading, I think it was Harriet the Spy, and I stop and look at the illustration, and the teacher's like, and then it said, there she was standing there, arms, arms and legs akimbo, and I was like, I don't know if I had to look it up. I don't. I don't think I looked it up. I just made a note like that's what akimbo looks like. Right. So I saw the illustration just now when you said that. Don't say akimbo. Okay. I say whatever I want to say. Don't say that. <laughs> so we're getting a pet mouse, and we decided How? to name wait, this wait, pet stop, mouse. Stop. Wait. What? I start off asking if we're going to talk about about this the mouse. Not. We can talk. And the mouse. Say, it's not. Who's we're bo- talking about the mouse. Nobody believes the mouse's mouse. name is Beans. What breed is the mouse? <laughs> it's just a regular white lab mouse that we're rescuing. Like Labrador mouse. <laughs> no, not Labrador mouse. A lab mouse, mm-hmm. and his name is Beans, and he's a rescue because that's a rescue mouse. A rescue mouse. Yes, mice mm-hmm. are used in experiments. Mm-hmm. So you do mouse. know that, right? We're getting so he's mouse. getting rescued yes. from a lab. Mm-hmm. So, yes, his name is Beans. We, we were we were just looking at crates for our mouse. <laughs> well, you have to transport them and, some kind of way. And looking at videos for how to train our mouse properly. Well, what are you gonna do? Yes, you're gonna have a mouse. You got kids around. They need to know how to act right. Mm-hmm. So that's worse. I'm a little worried about that. We're also buying an airplane. That is not the right analogy. <laughs> the right analogy would be a boat or a motorcycle sure. or something. Okay. Not an airplane. The worst. Can I read you something? Is it about mice? No. I just, I literally was like trying to put my iPad away and it flipped open to my email. And I don't know why, but it just opened up to this, not spam, but just some random email in my one of my don't ever open this <sighs> whatever um and it says every black woman entrepreneur needs to make at least a hundred thousand dollars and i was like hmm what is this Every black woman entrepreneur needs to earn a minimum of a hundred thousand years gross revenue in her business in order to make a decent in- income because after paying taxes and business expenses assistant coach mentors courses website hosts email marketing services and other online software you obviously will not take home 100000 Duh, right? So how come all the studies that show most black women entrepreneurs never make anything even close to 100000 revenue in their business and are barely able to pay themselves anything from the business each month? My simple answer on teaching hundreds of students over the years, they don't plan for abundance. They set themselves up to survive and get by but not to thrive and have consistent five-figure months. What do you think about that? This idea that people don't plan for abundance. 
that sounds like my pastor has a pyramid scheme that he's getting squared away. I didn't like it. And as I read the email, I felt like I could see people that I know who would read that and be pulled in. That is. She had me until we got to you're not planning for abundance. What that is, is the drug ad that says, do your feet itch? Hmm. Do your eye twitch sometimes? Mm -hmm. You need this. Mm-hmm. Let's give you the broadest mm-hmm. symptom possible. Mm-hmm. In the middle of a pandemic, you started a business and you're not making a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Well, it's because you're not planning for abundance, and I'm gonna teach you how to do that Correct. for half of what you're making with your business right now. It's it's kind of predatory. I don't like it, and I'm taking a. Chance. It's the same. It's this is the follow up to if you're not planning to start a business during a pandemic. Your what are you doing with your life? This is the follow up to that. So the folks who fell, yes. so the folks who fell for well, I, I'm staying home. I better start a business, even yes. though I got my twelve hundred dollars stimulus check. I better put this into a business. Now the follow up is, well, you're not making hundred thousand dollars. It's been three months. Right. Come, let me. You got six hundred dollars more coming. I may help you. Whatever. So all of this leads to a two hour workshop. Of course. And how much is the workshop? Yes. Mm, Four hundred. One hundred. Hmm. Smart. I like a smart scam. Don't overshoot. It's key. But how do we know the difference between a scam and just the right messaging? Like we all have to, if me and you sit here and try to figure out how to make people come to our thing, we got to figure out the right messaging. So, but the answer to that is very simple. And it comes down to, for me, the answer is very simple. It comes down to research. A lot of times when you see those kind of emails, nobody ever tells you what they've done. To be able to teach you anything. Well, it says here she's done this with hundreds of people. Right. She's done. She taught the course to hundreds of people. Right. How did she learn the process? What oh. is what has she done with for herself to know that oh, what she's right. teaching works? Right. I could teach hundreds of people anything. I've taught, I've taught literally a thousand people to run a marathon. How many marathons have I run? Zero. Zero. What have you done? And at least with that, there's a formula. What have you done to show that you have abundance in your own life? And you taught yourself to have abundance. Before you come into me for a hundred dollars, because if, if your version of learning how to have abundance is getting my hundred dollars, you haven't learned anything. I'm gonna go to your course, and you're gonna teach me to teach a course. Yes. Well, no, she's gonna teach you how to. If she, if she, if she's actually ethical, she's gonna. She says that when you take her workshop, you'll be able to quit your nine to five job, pay yourself a full time salary, buy health insurance. Mm-hmm. Set yourself up for retirement, invest more money back into your business, and increase your giving and philanthropy. Sure. And what inevitably happens is there'll be 10, 50, 100 people, 1,000 people that will come to this thing, give up that $100, listen intently, try to do this bullshit. And when it doesn't work, it's because you didn't believe enough. And that's where things like abundance come in and faith come in. Because if I say you don't have enough faith, that's a you problem. It's not me. I, I, I gave you the path. You just don't believe in it enough. I can't help you. Do you think that there are any of these types of things that are actually valuable? It's valuable when a New York Times bestselling author is going to teach me how to begin the framework of how to put my project together. Yeah. It's valuable when the person who has five businesses is going to tell me how to put together an S-corp person with a concrete background giving me a concrete lesson or solution that's when it's valuable 
That's what mentorship is. That's what coaching is. When I have no problem paying for coaching if you can prove it back. Don't tell me you have a certification in life coaching. Oh, here we go. Right. Don't get don't I believe in life coaches. Don't well we so you you I know you waver on this because we've had the conversations and you're like, yeah, you know what, life coaches kind of whatever. Last we spoke, you were on my side. <laughs> you did not just pull out the last we spoke. Last we spoke about this, you were on my side. It's possible. Life coaches that I know or have seen aren't doing any better or worse than me with their lives. So what are you coaching me at? People who... Oh, right. Because then we got into the conversation of if I'm a heart doctor and I'm not taking care of myself, can I not still do heart surgery on you? Right. You can. Sure. But that's a different program because... And you were saying that if you're depressed or not doing well or feeling shitty, that you can't then show up and help someone who needs help with those same things or other things. Not if it's a constant. You can't, you can't be in the weeds of having your issues. Supposedly learn how to coach other folks out of their issues and have not applied it to yourself. If you haven't learned enough to apply that thing to your own life, you can't. What if you have learned to apply it to your own life? You're just not doing it right now. You know how to do it and you have the skill. Like for me, I'm not teaching right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not writing right now. I'm not on nobody's schedule. Mm -hmm. I am not writing three days a week. Mm -hmm. I'm not writing in the morning. I'm not writing in no time. But you've done it. For sure. I have. But I'm not doing it right now. But you've done it. That's the key. If you told me Life Coach was having a fabulous life and hit a rough patch, okay. Wait, the coach has to have a fabulous life? Whatever you define fabulous life as. Whatever, Whatever the life coach is supposed to be helping you with. If they had a stretch where they had that thing and they hit a rough patch, that's fine. Very rarely do you see that, though. Most of the time, it's I need to figure out a way to sustain myself. I'm going to be a life coach. I'm going to be a life coach. I um, I agree. Ultimately, and that's why I but go I back do to. Do think there's a certain? It's like and that's why I go back to with this email. Sorry to cut you off. I go back to with this email. If I'm offering this course, I'm saying I have three companies. I sold two of them. I do this. I've done that. I've done X, Y, and Z. Google me. You have said nothing with that in that email. And that's why I see a lot of times with life coaches too. They're saying that all the things they'll do for you, but there's nothing about their background and why they're qualified to tell me anything. So I decided to look up this person mm-hmm. um, that I got this random email from. And there seems to be a circle jerk going on here. Of course. Of tweets. Mm-hmm. Like motivational tweets Mm -hmm. i don't see what you've actually done but i see the classes about the things that you've done that lead to the that go to the instagram that go to the website that bounce back etc it's not a lot of actual engagement honestly the best thing that person can do for me is teach me the hustle teach me how to throw my own classes if you if that's what you're teaching me i'm in i'll give you a hundred dollars but if you're telling me anything else about a hundred thousand dollars with my business not doing whatever where is your business outside of this? Tell me about my business. Show me, show me the widgets you sold. Show me the wigs you've sewn. Show me something. And they've never, and very rarely can they ever show that. Like I'm, like I was, I was a Gary V fan for a bit. Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you know who he is, but um, motivational dude who has had all, but he's actually had all the businesses, 
and he built up his father's wine business. And he's done like I have seventeen business behind businesses behind me. Right. And a lot of the times when he's given advice, he's given advice for free and then he'll have his convention or whatever. But he has a history to back it up. This is the reason why I've always found it there's been a level of discomfort with me calling myself somebody's coach. Right. I hate it. Right. I want there to be another word for it. But right. I remember going through it through the through it with mm-hmm. someone and then being like, but that's what you are. And me trying to say, well, I'm a consultant or I'm a helper. I'm your friend. That's what it is. Right. I can coach people to get to the end of their book, period. Right. But that's hard to, I don't want to be anywhere near the word coach for that very reason. Right. But the, but again, this is where it's more about the idea of a coach being sullied than the coaching itself being the issue. When you say I'm going to coach you through, it's 90 days you're going to have your proposal yep. and your rough draft. Yep. We're doing X amount of words a day. Yep. These are goals. There's metrics. There's a right. plan. There's right. things. It's not just... And and when I sit down and talk to you, this is what we're going to go through. This is what we're going to learn, whatever else. These things here where it's like, it's abundance and faith and... You don't because, in faith. Be, right. Because you end up in a space where... Jesus. You end up in a space where when it doesn't work, it's because you didn't believe in it enough. If I take your if I take your coaching course and I don't get the thing done, it's because you missed this metric, this metric, this metric. You didn't write for three weeks. I'm raising my hand. You didn't do these spe- specific things. It's not because you didn't believe in yourself. You didn't do the work. Right. That's coaching versus whatever these things are. And Instagram is full of million dollar blah blah blahs and everything else. Like it's there's um there's a YouTuber named uh D'Angelo Wallace. He's like twenty years old, twenty one years old. And I love him because he does these fifteen, twenty minute just like talks. like a really deadpan sort of voice. Very deadpan voice. Super, yeah, yeah. I love him because just all the research. And like he's yeah, so he went and looked at all the um, million dollar Utah Instagram blah blah blahs. He made a fake one himself, mm. just to see what would happen. Followers, 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 followers. Takes nothing, and he offered nothing. He took stock photos, put informational quotes on them. Oh wait, was it him? He made his own just it to see what happened. Photo. He no, he got stock. Not his photo. <gasps> If you look at these things, it's almost never the person's no, photo. No, it's not. It's just he got, he grabbed stock, stock photos, photo. some quotes that he never attributed to anybody, and the followers came. He could have easily sold the course and did whatever he wanted to at that point. And the course would have been, here's how you make your Instagram. Right. Here's a quote you use. And that would have been that. There's one woman on Instagram who does, um, she's a therapist, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, you show me her stuff. Yes, I know mm-hmm. because I used to use her stuff to explain to you why we were never why we were doomed. Right. Um. Because she would be like, if your trauma matches their trauma and you're traumatized together, then you're gonna, your trauma is right. going to multiply. Um. She has some. She doesn't. She does things like I'll meet y'all in Central Park and let's do a group yoga thing. Mm-hmm. It would literally be a thousand people there. Mm-hmm. I've never seen her ask for money for anything mm-hmm. until maybe a month ago she's like i'm writing a book and people are like tripping over themselves to support her because it was literally like two years of just content sure and she said later that there were times when she's putting out these quotes and talking to people that she felt shitty about whatever she was going through right um 
So I guess, what was my point? Why was I telling you about her? I've watched her mm-hmm. and she's so much, she's so very different than she could do a class. She could charge people thousands right. to meet her in the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. Like literally she could charge people any amount of money to come get some of her something. So I didn't agree with a lot of her stuff. Again, I'm not a therapist. I don't, I don't agree with any of her stuff. Um, I mean, not any, but. But none of it was so beyond the pale and none of it was blaming the person reading the post. No. Like, it, you got the sense that she believed what she was saying. Correct. And again, when you go back to, hey, I'm doing, I'm building my brand, I'm doing these things, I'm not asking for money. I'm not looking for money right now. Just, I want to do whatever. Let's meet up in the park, blah, blah, blah. When you come off the get up, and let the very least, she's a therapist. She is a therapist. So there's that. When from the rip, it's like, I'm going to teach you how to make a million dollars. Let me see your bank account. Mm-hmm. What's in the bank? If it's just the money you got from teaching this course, what are we doing? What if you're really good at it, but you just, you went bankrupt. So you don't have any capital. I don't mind learning. Show me, you had, show me you had the capital. Cause they never said, if you said I had a million dollars and I made this mistake. Okay. You had it. We can talk. They never say I had it and lost it. Right. That's something I can deal with. Cause people lose money. You are working on a story about right. massive amounts of money that got blown into bits into in investments. Whatever. Those things happen. Show me you built the initial capital. Because at the very least, I can say, well, if he shows me how to build the initial capital, I'm smart enough to know how not to blow it once I have it. I just need to get it. At least there's value in that. But if you've never had it and you've never demonstrated the ability to do these things, to go forward and then essentially shame folks into taking your course because they're desperate, it's a hustle. It is. I don't like hustles. Go to goodtalkproductions.com and support the (laughs) podcast. And support us. We're not hustling. We've given you 50 episodes. Almost. Of good content. And about 150 hours of, no, more than that. I think we got to be, I want to do a count. I got so many hours we did, but we've done a ton of hours. And if you're nice, Shane, if we're really nice to Shane, he might put together a best of. And let me tell you something. I've been listening to these episodes and that would make quite a, You'd have to do a part one and a part two. There's no way you could put a best of into one. Yeah, I was episode. trying to figure out like how do I do an hour long best of? Easy. No, no, hard. Because only yeah, have, you'd have one to do hour. Two. You'd have to do two. It'd be hard. Actually, those of you who have listened to the episodes, send me some sense of yes. what you want to add to the best of. Where's that? What's that episode where you just said, <gasps> or you said, ooh, um, or you said, this is uncomfortable? Info at goodtalkpods.com. Send, send whatever suggestions you have there. Why can't it be info at goodtalkproductions.com? Um, good I'm talk, just asking. Good I Talk Productions know. leads to Good Talk Pods. Oh, I see. So, yeah, one just mirrors. It's it's because um, we have our different preferences. You like saying Good Talk Productions. I like saying Good Talk Pods. So I just have one lead to the other. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, but, yeah, so let us know. Uh, actually, the Facebook page, Twitter, whatever. Send us some Carrier ideas. Pigeon. Yeah. Deb, I know you're listen, listening. Ireland. Ireland. You know you're there. Ghana. <laughs> One day. The, not the country um, Ghana, but not Ghana, the country Ghana. Ghana, the person. One day, Ireland is going to just pop up out of nowhere. Ireland? At our house. Hi. What I'm makes Ireland. you What makes you laugh about Ireland is Ireland will listen to what seems like one or two episodes a month. Hmm. Steady. 
Interesting. It'd be like one download from Ireland. One down from every month. One, one down. download from Ireland. Ireland's busy. Ireland's busy. Ireland's busy. I mean, it's a global pandemic. I don't know how it hit Ireland, but I'm imagining that right. it's been a little hectic over there. Um, Ireland, I will have you on a, as a guest on the show just if you hit out. me up. Please. Just anything. Just, just show you're here <laughs> somehow. Raise your hand. Can't see you. I like Ireland. <sighs> I like Ireland. Um... Yeah, we're growing. We're doing the things. We your support would be greatly appreciated. Just for the sense of like knowing that there are folks out there who want to give a dollar mm-hmm. and like are enjoying us. On that I understand level. that now. I never really, um, you know, mm-hmm. I was very team, whatever. Right. Don't contribute. But I'm not. That's not my thing anymore. I understand the value in, if not the fact that you could buy a cup of coffee with it or more. The idea that this is a way to also say hi. Right. We're not saying, you know, oh, you didn't give us $20, but it's a way to say, what's up, y'all? I see you. Yeah. Um, We got to talk about merch eventually. See? You get me on board. <laughs> I'm telling you, I understand I got strike by the, iron the concept of contributions and reminding people that that is we something gotta make a that Kimbo we do. T-shirts. That took all of six months. And now you're talking about merch. I'm not doing merch. Okay, I'll do it. Got you. Um, we're not doing merch. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just say akimbo? Yes, we're going to get akimbo t-shirts. And a little beans mice. A little <laughs> mouse with a little collar that says beans on it. So here's the problem with you calling bean or beans a mouse. Okay. I'm already mislabeled. I'm you already are? Yes, I'm already mulligan and... Yes. Let Beans be what he actually Well, is. I'm not mislabeling his name. I'm mislabeling his breed. Which is worse, his species. His species. You're I being mean. specious. We'll talk about that. <laughs> right now, Beans is a mouse. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, speaking of small things that need to be fed. I don't have a small thing. Speaking of grown-ass women that need to be fed. I have one of those for sure. I just told her to take the butter out so it can be soft. Meanwhile, she's eating the butter because it's... <laughs> the temperature <laughs> of the butter is what makes a cookie. Also leaving it in for like 10 extra minutes. I'll put a couple. I'll you, leave should, a couple you should do in. an A-B test. Take some out on time. Leave a couple in. I mean, we already know. They're different cookies. So we'll have Well, A-B you don't cookies. know because you didn't get to have any. They're A-B cookies. They were crispy, so I know they're not my, my jam. I like a they were, they were. soft cookie. Mm. That burn gave it a little flavor. We'll do AB. I'll do majority mm. burn. All right. We out here. Ow. We always have these graceful exits. <laughs> we always have these graceful exits. Oh. Something falls. <laughs> <laughs>